here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Rob McCarron. Should we begin with the puking, or should we begin with the topics that will change the face of WWE forever? Jeff Hawkins. We are not here to talk about Curtis Hughes. You're listening to Shake Them Ropes with Rob McCarron and Jeff Hawkins. Nobody's listening for hockey talk. I made up my mind that I'd get out of that place, and I did. I learned that if you want to get somewhere, you just make up your mind and work like hell till you get there. You want to go somewhere in life, you just have to work till you make it. S.E. Hinton, Rumblefish. We're coming a bit early, but it's okay. That happens to most podcasts when they get excited. It's Rumble time. We preview that number by number from 1 to 30. Who will be the surprises? Who will be the returns? Who will eat a hat? No, we're not going to do that. NXT TakeOver is the night before. Will it steal any of the Rumble's thunder? And I watched the correct match this week, Ray Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero from Halloween Havoc 97. Your host, as always, venturing into paramutual gambling, Rob McCarron. And Rob, any mobsters come to break your legs yet? No, but uh, yeah, no, this has been fun. We uh, Last week on the uh, on podcast, we introduced the idea of the Shake Them Ropes Royal Rumble Pool, and I must say it went pretty well. In the uh, four or so days since the podcast came out and since we're recording this, we have two complete Royal Rumble pools. We have the Jeff Hawkins pool and we have the Rob McCarron pool. Oh, you've you've roped me into to branding, huh? Okay. So, yeah, because we have two pools. Oh, we're, wanted... You know what it is? We're each playing one, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because you're okay. playing the one, I'm playing the other so that uh, everyone has the chance to do better than us even if they're in the uh, other pool. So they have a chance to do better than me, or they have a chance to do better than you, um, or okay. you have a chance to win. I will uh, make the announcement now, and we'll talk about the Royal Rumble pool. We are officially revealing uh, everyone's number on both Royal Rumble pools during this episode. This is the only place you will get them, and then I'll, uh, I'll probably post them online on Saturday. But I'm uh, making the people listen to the show. Listen all the way through to get your number for the Royal Rumble pool. We'll go over the prizes one more time. Uh, but yes, I am uh, I am going to make an announcement here that if I somehow win a prize in my Royal Rumble pool, and I am not I am not in the Royal Rumble pool that is up for that is uh that has the chance to win the Prince Puma autograph poster, so we don't have to worry about that. It is going to be given away to the winner of the Jeff Hawkins pool, that Prince Puma poster. But if I somehow win my Royal Rumble pool, we will uh, I will not take any of the prizes we will redistribute them in other ways so the money will go back uh to a prize of something in the future i will not i'm not getting any monetary uh privilege from this royal rumble pool that is my announcement I'm taking, today, so hold on not. i'm ta- i'm taking the money oh i know I you win, i'm taking the money yes. <laughs> yes. if you win you're taking the money fair and square you you paid your money to me you were one of the first people to pay your money to me uh and you are in you are the leader of the jeff hawkins pool and we will give, oh, yeah, but you're not going to win, bro, because I know what your number is. And it ain't gonna oh, yeah. you're doctoring this to make sure I get a number I can't win it. I can tell you. you I did not doctor it. <laughs> I randomized both lists 
three times. I, I said beforehand when I was doing it that I was going to do it three times, and I did it three times. I didn't you know stop to make sure I got a good number, and then that's where it is. I randomized each list three times, and I put everyone's name in in the order that they paid the entrance fee. So Wait, I, that makes me number one then probably. Oh, you're number one. It's going to be a well, tough no, drop for you, Hawkins. I put, I put everyone's name in the randomizer in the order that oh, they okay. paid, and then I randomized okay. three times. So, okay. yes, you uh, every it is fair and square. It is official. Um, I'm a little shocked at how many people willingly gave money, uh, you know, and trusted me with it. Uh, that was a big uh, that was a that was a big leap of faith from everybody here. That's a that's a good thing to know if we ever start the Patreon, right? I don't know. I guess <laughs> I don't know. At least everyone's given us money because they're getting Look, something in return. Hold on, so. hold on. If we do, if we don't get five thousand dollars by next week, you're not getting a shake them ropes, everybody. People would be like, oh, finally. <laughs> finally, we have we have stopped them. We have stopped them now. Um, we finally stopped them from listening. <laughs> yeah, so we have Royal Rumble. We have NXT TakeOver San Antonio. It is a big weekend, Jeff Hawkins. There is a lot yes. going on. It's a busy weekend with NXT TakeOver and the Royal Rumble. Get your email ready, Jeff. You may want to save some time and cut out the trip to the grocery store. If so, Blue Apron has you covered tell everyone jeff about the great food listeners of this podcast can try for free you bet because it is great food blue apron has you covered this weekend and all month save some money cut out the fast food and expensive trips to the grocery store with blue apron the number one fresh ingredient delivery service in the country perhaps make a nice dish for a lovely lady get a look at the upcoming menu if you sign up right now with blue apron cheesy chicken and black bean enchiladas creamy shrimp spaghetti burgers with red cabbage slaw and more you get a great variety of food it's affordable and easy and blue aprons freshness guarantee promises that every ingredient in your delivery arrives ready to cook that's right busy weekend don't waste time at the grocery store right now guys shake them ropes is giving you a great deal to try Blue Apron, check out this week's menu at blueapron.com shake and get your first three meals free with free shipping. That's right. Three meals for free right now. When you go to blueapron.com shake, blueapron.com shake, you'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home cooked meals with Blue Apron. So do not wait. Visit blueapron.com shake. That is B-L-U-E-A-P-R-O-N.com shake. Blue Apron is a better way to cook. You most recently tried some of the meals, Jeff, and you can attest yes. that the Blue oh. Apron stuff, it feels good, it tastes good. Oh, yeah. No, it's one of the best things I've ever made uh, was on this Blue Apron thing. I, I absolutely adored the uh, it was spicy shrimp and uh, Korean rice cakes, and it was just uh, absolutely fantastic. Honestly, yeah. I think that's the best part because – not only are you, you're not going to the grocery store, which I hate doing. I actually went there today. I, I, I hate doing it. I end up never getting everything I needed. Just, no, no, they give you, they give you everything. There. Yeah, they give you everything fresh. The only thing you need, I mean, it teaches you some skills on how to cook later. Like That's the zest, best part. Zesting. You know what I you're doing. I never zested anything. No, you, you can do the thing with the, uh, what was it, a Korean chef? Or uh, it was a foreign chef of some kind. He was doing the, the rubbing of the meat, and that was the big viral hit last week. Like You can learn how to do that with your Blue Apron food. But anyway, I have no idea what you're you talking. You never saw that video? No, I didn't. Oh my god, there was a big thing. Like the chef became famous because he was uh, he put a video. I saw it on Facebook, I believe, but it was out there on Twitter, on Facebook. It was all over the place. Uh, this chef was was uh, marinating and and peppering 
and spicing up his meat and he was doing it in like sensual ways and creative ways and it was like the biggest mm. thing it's like a minute okay. of this guy just salting his meat which you know are my favorite videos yeah i know mm-hmm. royal rumble 2017 <laughs> is taking place in uh san antonio texas at the alamo uh, this is a big show. I This is probably my favorite event every year, I would have to say. And I know I'm not alone in that, but the Royal Rumble is my favorite event of every year. It's super hype going into it. And this year, no different. Uh, there are a lot of big names in this match. There are a lot of possible surprises or different ways you can go with some of the uh, up and coming. You know, Triple H was out there saying that we're never going to guess what the finish of this Royal Rumble is. Uh, and maybe he's just trying to create a diversion. Maybe it's uh, because it's too obvious. I don't know. I I don't see this pay-per-view as being obvious for the winner of the Royal Rumble match. But I do see like there's there's probably three or four names that are likely to win. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on uh, what do you think about the Royal Rumble going into it before we actually dissect any of the matches? Well, this is also my favorite event of the year. And minus ever getting a bunkhouse stampede or a war games again, it will probably always be my favorite event. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I am more excited about this Royal Rumble than any Royal Rumble since 1992. I I really am because this is the one going in where I don't necessarily know who the clear winner is probably going to be. They haven't really leaked anything about the main event for Mania or who is going to be. The brand split has helped a lot in terms of the intrigue here because you have a couple of elimination chambers in between uh, this in WrestleMania, so plans can change, as they say, and you have about eight or nine guys who can legitimately win this thing and you can make an excuse for it. And I heard another theory today on another show that sounded absolutely brilliant that has nothing to do with either of the two titles. So, I mean, you, you have all sorts of intrigue going into this, and I think that's what this event needs uh, to really help spice it up because the last – I'd say even 10 to 15 years, it's been three or four guys who maybe win. And then everybody else is cannon fodder. Well, Here, except, except for that one year where Seamus won that came out of nowhere. Did it? Because I thought we all thought he might, because he was triple H's training. Pro- partner. Oh no. I don't recall when Sammy, when, uh, when Seamus won the Royal Rumble, I don't believe anyone saw that coming. It was so out of left field. Um, you know, the, the year edge won the Royal rumble too. I mean, that was a return. That was kind of a surprise. They didn't, well, the Del Rio one, I know people had pegged even though oh, yeah. Del Rio was an obvious people. one. There, there have been some obvious ones, obviously, you know, the last, last year was, uh, I don't remember going into it. If we all assumed triple H was going to win, but we all knew he was going to be in it. Right. So yeah, and well, what's cool about this show too is it's not just the main event match. Like for the first time in a long time, you know, obviously we had the U, the Universal Championship or the uh, Undisputed Championship, I should say, when we only had one title going into the Royal Rumble. We have two titles now going into the Royal Rumble, much like most of the 2000s, and both title matches are important and somewhat mm-hmm. unpredictable and mm-hmm. filled with big names. It's not the Bob Holly versus Brock Lesnar title match where it's just a title match to get uh, you know some time on a pay-per-view while all the big names are in the Royal Rumble match. We got AJ Styles and John Cena, and we got Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns. And I don't know who's going to win either match, but whoever wins each match is going to be a major player in the WrestleMania card. So this this is actually a Royal Rumble show that is getting me super hyped, not just the Royal Rumble match itself. And we also have people doing double duty, I think. I would assume I, that I, some people will, Sheamus, but I don't know. I think, I think Sheamus and Cesaro have been announced both for the Rumble and for a tag team title match. 
they had we got uh, we got Sheamus and Cesaro both entered officially in the Royal Rumble match. Yes, we do have <laughs> that. Um, so, and they're going to be in the tag title match, but they're on the pre-show, so it doesn't really count. I mean, they're on right. the pre-show. Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson both might be in the Royal Rumble match for all I know. And that's the other part of this is there doesn't seem to be a lot of filler. Like we don't even have Enzo Amore in the Royal Rumble match at this point, but we have big cast. So there, there doesn't appear to be a lot of spot for filler. Like right now, currently there is no filler name in the rumble except for maybe Xavier Woods, but he's a part of one of the hottest groups right now. So I don't even know if I can call him filler. Yes. We have big cast and we have handsome Rusev. We do. Yep. Yeah. You like that Rusev. Um, um, yeah, and we still probably have a couple matches to add here onto the card. Oh, I don't um, know about. I don't think so. We I got, think we're okay. getting. I think we're getting Natty and uh, and Nikki Bella on the main on show. Maybe maybe not on the main show, but at least on the pre-show. There's already two pre-show matches. Show. You're gonna have the Royal Rumble matches. Pre-show is up an hour. Pre-show is two, pre-show is two hours. On this one, that is okay. Well, maybe yeah, maybe yeah. you can. And that's the thing too. We're we're taping this show before SmackDown. So we don't know. There might be one more match that's added. Might be two more matches that are added. We're kind of going here a little bit early uh, to try and have this up earlier in the week. Uh, So hopefully we don't miss too much that's going to happen on SmackDown. Um, Unless they announce Goldberg is out of the show with a concussion. I don't, I think we're going to be okay. I think we're going to be okay. (laughs) I'm trying to look at how many names. uh, We'll talk about the first pre-show match, and I'll look up how many names are in the Royal Rumble and take a note on it for later. Is it 21 now? 21, if I recall. I think uh, Dave and Brian on Wrestling Observer say it was 21 official. So that's nine slots. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 names. That is correct. 21 names. It's unbelievable, too, that it's been two full months since Goldberg declared. We've already had the first two names for two months uh, with Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. Uh, but your first uh, pre-show match is Cesaro and Sheamus defending the tag team titles against Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Uh, two referees assigned to this match, which uh, is whatever. Uh, you're going to have one referee giving the victory to one team and the other giving the victory to the other team, and then you're just going to have sudden death, right? I mean, there's no other way this can go. Yeah, you can. But I'm maybe on the restart, each guy pins another guy. And you end up, they could do something weird like split the tag team titles. They really oh, could. Oh, wouldn't that be great? Oh, Sheamus I'm not saying and, it's a great idea. Sheamus Hold and on. Luke Gallows are the tag team. Hold on. I'm not saying that's a great idea. I'm saying they could do it because that would be, oh, and then you get all the tension of the teams again. Yay, that was really fun for eight months with Cesaro and Sheamus, however long that lasted. Um, I think Sheamus and Cesaro retain on a restart after like, a double pin or one taps out while the other gets pinned at the same time. And then some schmas finish, but I would not put it past them to put the belts on say gallows and, and Seamus or something like that. I would, uh, I, this match is just going to be there for me. I'm not even going to rush to the, to the show, to the pre-show no. to see this match. I may rush to see this one though. This is intriguing. Sasha Banks and Nia Jax. Nia Jax has been built up like a monster. Uh, you have Charlotte, who right now is the champion. So do they go back to Sasha Banks and Charlotte? Do they keep Bailey with Charlotte? Does Nia Jax get in title contention? And what the hell is Emma going to do if she finally shows up? Sasha Banks and Nia Jax, a pre-show. As many have noted, Sasha Banks going from pay-per-view main event a couple of months ago to Royal Rumble pre-show. Um, and this is not a good sign for her heading into the WrestleMania show either because she may be another WrestleMania pre-shower. 
uh, with how many how many spots there are on the card and her not being in the title picture right now. Uh, does Sasha Banks get the win here? Or do they go full throttle with Nia Jax? I think they go full throttle with Nia Jax. I think they know what they have in Sasha. They want to see what they have in Nia. And Nia's been pretty good lately. Nia's doing her part. Okay. I, 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 dis- I disagree so, with you somewhat there. Really? I mean, her part's been to squash the Candice LeRae lookalike yesterday on, okay. on Raw. Um, she's coming in as a monster. She's not doing any less than what she is asked to do. Um, she's just coming in as a monster. I, I don't know. I, I, if Bailey wins the championship, Nia Jax and Bailey could be an interesting match heading into WrestleMania. Nia Jax has gotten a lot better over the last year uh, in wrestling from when she was you know, pretty terrible on NXT. Uh, I don't see anything wrong with Nia Jax, and I don't know if you're going to do a big angle on a pre-show like Sasha Banks getting her big win back. No, I, I don't. I think I think she gets beat. That is your pre-show. One more match possibly uh, being added to that as Jeff Hawkins breaking the news that it's two hours long. Uh, I'm guessing you didn't break the news there, but you broke it to me. Okay. No, I just I I. I overheard it elsewhere i can't yeah. take any credit for that ah, two hour pre-shows yeah two hour pre-shows i don't even think i'll be home when this pre-show starts i sure will be uh this they'll recap be... the thing is they recap everything that happened on the pre-show yeah. on the main card so you really yeah. don't need to see it. i don't need to see it this is gonna be a fun show because i know we we talked about it last week um and i i wrote it on twitter i don't know if sean ross Sapp actually said anything yet but sunday night after the royal rumble we are going to be live Yes. Uh, in conjunction with Fightful.com and Fightful's uh, wrestling coverage, we are going to do Shake Them Ropes episode 194 live after the Royal Rumble, and you'll be able to watch us record it live uh, with Alex from Fightful. Uh, Jeff and I will uh, will be joined by Alex. What is it, Pulowski? Pulowski. He may not be there, though. He has oh, a okay. child. Well, he has a he has a child that's scheduled to be born this weekend at some Yikes. time. And I'm supposed to be doing the NXT post show with him over at Fightful on Saturday night. Was that a so, good reaction when you when you told me he had a child on the way? I'm just I'm self-reflecting here. Was Yikes a good reaction to that? N- no, it wasn't, Rob. It, it, but I was trying to cover for you so that we could move on and it wouldn't seem like you were burying Alex for having a kid. Because Alex is good. Burying Alex, but just the thought of, oh, kids, yeah. Well, the thought of you having a kid is scary. Is it now? A little Rob McCarron. Yeah, running tea. around, sucking on hats. Sucking, yeah. sucking on hats I haven't eaten yet. Running around yeah. giving hot takes on about Baron Sa- Corbin. Bald as you. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully not for his sake. Or hers. I mean, my little daughter. It daughter's comes from the mom. It comes from the dad. mom, so, so blame her. Yeah, okay. Uh, but yeah, we are going to be live. Uh, so follow the Twitter account at Shake Them Ropes at Crap Game Thirteen is Jeff. Uh, follow us uh, and come watch us on Sunday night after the Rum- after the uh, Royal Rumble match. Uh, come see what we're talking about, what we're doing, how hyped we are. And there's a very good possibility that you will be getting drunk, Rob, on the show as I will be slamming some vodka cranberries on Sunday night. Oh, so two and you're going on the air, tipsy. Okay. No. Um. And we'll be releasing the audio on our feed, right? That's right. We're going to do video for Fightful, and then the audio will be released late Sunday night, early Monday morning on the Voices of Wrestling podcast feed, and the link will be up at VoicesOfWrestling.com, so you can check us out while you're binging and all your Match of the Year coverage, because uh, the Match of the Year stuff has started at VoicesOfWrestling.com right now, where they do the top 100 matches as voted on by over 100 uh, critics, bloggers, blah, 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 podcasters everywhere. 
uh, match of the year, voicesofwrestling.com. But yeah, Sunday night, we will be doing the Fightful post-Royal Rumble show. So come watch us and then catch the podcast over the week. And we will announce who won the uh, the Royal Rumble pools that we are going to reveal later on in the show. So it'll be a fun night on Sunday night. Uh, but back to Shake Them Ropes, episode 193. This show we're doing now, Rich Swan, Neville for the Cruiserweight Championship. Neville is going to win, and Neville is going to carry this division all the way to WrestleMania. And I think the Cruiserweight title is going to be the match for the or the uh, title in the ladder match at WrestleMania this year. Yeah, wasn't there a uh, thing on 205 about Rich Swan wanting to take on the entire division? There was. He said he would defend it against the entire division, but he's got to get by Neville first, and I don't see that happening. I think Neville may. I think may they may hold this off until WrestleMania for Neville to win. But I would not be surprised if Neville won here. I think your your instincts are correct here. It would make sense too. I mean, based on what they've they, done before, but also I mean, the ladder match is a fun match, and you can do the yeah. uh, the some high flying guys uh, and Neville doing ladder spots would be pretty crazy. Um, I, I would think they may prefer... they may crown yeah they may crown Gallagher or even Mustafa Ali at, at WrestleMania. So I think, yeah. I think, I, th- I think Neville will make a fine transitional champion, but it would give me much more confidence that they do something important with Kevin Owens, AJ styles, and those guys, uh, than yes. putting in them in a multi-man ladder match. If the cruiserweights are going to get that spot. So I- I'm going with Neville at the Royal rumble. And I think that's the right idea. If you're going to do a ladder match for a title at WrestleMania, it should be the cruiserweight championship match. And I understand the, the other side of it. If, you know, it was kind of like last year where the women's revolution was going on. It was a new division in WWE, mm-hmm. uh, and it was a new division. I mean, this was a rebranding of the Div- Divas division. It was like all brand new. And now you have the Cruiserweight division, which is brand new. And you want to have an important spotlight match on the WrestleMania show instead of a multi-person match. I, I just don't know if you can go out there at WrestleMania with Neville versus Jack Gallagher. I, maybe that's the one match you could do in a singles match. Um, but getting over the division right now, I think, is the important part, more so than any one name, at least in the next three months, because you've already got Neville, who's kind of over. you got Gallagher, who's kind of over. Put him in the ladder match. Do what you did last year with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and have Neville and Jack Gallagher go one-on-one on the pay-per-view after WrestleMania when there's more of a focus on them versus the other 15 matches on the show. Will we see Akira Tozawa or Grand Metalik before WrestleMania? Yeah, I think you will. I think you will. Okay. I, I I think you'll see one of them at least. Uh, if even if it's just on NXT TV, I mean, and Triple H announced on Twitter that they were going to tape that special NXT episode. Uh, you know, a couple of weeks of episodes from the University of Central Florida, I believe it was. So they got some big stuff planned. I I would imagine that you might see Grandma Talik or Akira Tozawa show up. Uh, maybe not on Two O Five Live, but on NXT TV. Uh, and okay. they can actually debut there. But I think we'll see them somewhere in the next couple of months or in the next month. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my thought for the Cruiserweight division. Ladder match at WrestleMania is not that bad of an idea. Uh, nope. Charlotte Flair, Bailey, singles match for the Raw Women's title. Charlotte has her pay-per-view streak on the line. Bailey is rising, and you figure that both of these women will be involved in whatever the big Raw Women's match at WrestleMania is. May not be one-on-one. May have some other competitors in there. Who knows? Charlotte Bailey is Charlotte's streak over. No, I think Charlotte wins, and I'm not so sure Bailey even gets this belt at WrestleMania. 
Bailey is failing in every single way that people thought she might fail on the main roster. And it's not necessarily her fault. It's not um, her fault. It's absolutely not her fault. I don't think, I think it's how she's being coached in terms of doing these promos that are just terrible. The writing on her promos are terrible. It's not that Charlotte's promos are that much better either, especially last night's. I didn't think it was all that great to be honest with you, but it's, it's everything. <laughs> It's they overthought it instead of just going straight ahead. They're like, well, we need to tease it a little bit. And then, well, no, we can't go too fast with this. And, oh, you know, it was just time after time after time. And now they've just kind of made her look bad to the point where she's a clown with merchandise. I, I, I can see them losing hope. I can see them moving her to SmackDown to refreshen her up, but I don't think she's winning here. Do you, I wouldn't, I don't know. This is a very unpredictable pay-per-view because I could see Bailey win and then they go to something other than Bailey Charlotte Flair because you have that one pay-per-view in between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. So you have a show in between where you can do some type of rematch before you introduce another competitor, whether it's Sasha, whether it's Nia, whether it's someone else, maybe it's Emma, I don't know. Uh, so there, there's definitely time. It reminded me of, I was watching uh, the Royal Rumble. I ended up watching the 2001 Royal Rumble the other night. Um, a week later than I thought I might. But I watched that show, and on that show, Kurt Angle is wrestling Triple H for the for the WWF Championship. And we're two months out from WrestleMania, and neither one of those guys end up being in the title picture at WrestleMania 17 that year. It's The Rock and Steve Austin. Just to show how different things can be from the Rumble to WrestleMania. A lot of people look at the Royal Rumble as the road to WrestleMania and the start of it. You know, whoever leaves with the title at Royal Rumble is going to be sometime or somehow in the title picture at WrestleMania. doesn't always have to be that way. It could be that way with the women here. Yeah, but that was a different time when they, they had no problem switching the belt on every other Raw if they wanted to. So I don't know if they're going to go that way here, but I, I don't think it's going to be a classic one-on-one women's match at WrestleMania. I really don't. I think, I think it's going to be a multi-person type of deal, maybe a four-way with Nia and, and Sasha Banks in some way. And I don't think Charlotte gets pinned for the belt there. I think someone else does. And you may crown Bailey there. That might be fine. But I, uh, I, I can't see I – don't, I don't see them pulling the trigger on the first one-on-one match, after, especially after hyping that she was 3-0 and slash now 2-0 and against the champ. I don't see them having that dominant of a win streak over the champ. I'm still going out and saying – that uh, Charlotte will drop this title five times this year because I'm calling it right now, WrestleMania 2020. She's going for John Cena's championship record. She's going to get the <laughs> record back for the uh, for the Flair family. She's going to be the 18-time women's champion. It's going to happen. So I could see her losing to Bailey here, winning it in February, losing it in March, winning it in April, losing it in June. Nothing happening in May. That's what I can see. I can see that. Now we get to the, uh, well, that was that was kind of every match on the show was important. What am I saying? I was about to say, let's get to the important matches. Every match on the main show is important. We have titles all up and down this card. It's a freaking night of champions pay-per-view, for Christ's sake. Uh, AJ Styles, John Cena, WWE Championship, the championship of SmackDown. Uh, a lot of fear from my end going into this match. Um, not trying to be AJ Styles fanboyish or whatever like that, but AJ Styles carried the SmackDown brand ever since the SmackDown brand was created, uh, had a really good first year in WWE. Uh, but if he loses to John Cena here, a lot of fear about him not having an important match at WrestleMania. 
And the rumors are starting to come out that, I mean, and, and God forbid, I would say that AJ Styles and Shane McMahon could possibly be a WrestleMania match. Uh, so at least AJ would have something to do. But a lot of fear for me going into this one, if AJ Styles loses, is he kind of out of the picture? And the same when Wait, we talk about- hold on, hold on, Rob. Rob, what, what are you talking about? Shane McMahon is a marketable superstar. I mean, he carried that last WrestleMania in that match against against The Undertaker. I mean, that was what the build was about. How can you say that that's not a big match going into this year's WrestleMania? I am shocked and abhorred at such things. Yeah, Shane sucks. <laughs> I mean, I, he's a fun TV character. He's fine enough. He's fine enough on Talking Smack, but I don't want to see a... What am I going to see? A 15, 20-minute AJ Styles? You can't do an AJ Styles match with Shane McMahon. You have to do a yep. Shane McMahon match with AJ Styles. Yes. And that that's no good. I would like to see an AJ Styles match. I liked AJ Styles and Chris Jericho last year. I would like to see AJ Styles get a better opponent, not a worse opponent, on the grandest stage of them all. I agree. I, I would I would definitely agree with you. Um, who do you think? Does AJ Styles win? Does he win? Yes. Oh, well, there you go. We don't have to fear then. He's the champion. I think, he, I think he retains. I don't know if he necessarily wins, but I think he retains. All right. Well, he retains, but then we got the announcement that Elimination Chamber, the next pay-per-view in between, I mean, everything can be thrown for a loop anyway because you're going to have six guys going in. He's losing the, in the Elimination Chamber. Yeah, He's that's losing the thing. in the Elimination Chamber. That's what I think. I mean, hell, John Cena might lose to AJ Styles and then go on and win the Royal Rumble match and challenge the Raw winner. Mm -hmm. I that That very well could happen giving away some of my picks to win the Royal Rumble right now. Uh, but this is an unpredictable match. I, I don't know if Shane McMahon gets involved somehow. I don't know if Baron Corbin gets involved. Baron Corbin's throwing his name into the main event race. Uh, if you have a straight AJ Styles-John Cena match, in theory, John Cena would have to get his win back now, right? I mean, because he's been losing to AJ quite often. Yeah, in theory. I, I, think, I think AJ probably wins by DQ, possibly with help of the club. Yeah, the club's um, going to be there. The yeah. club's going to be there. Beat up John Cena. Beat up John Cena. But you're going to have, this is five matches down all the way, and I'm excited for quite a few of them. Uh, very entertaining show. Then we get to Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns. This is a no DQ match now with Chris Jericho being suspended in a shark cage above the ring. So Jericho not going to be involved. That means someone else has to be. Jericho's not going into the shark cage. He's not. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's going to drop something from the cage. That's why it's going to be a no. Oh, you think he's going to drop something from the cage? You don't think he's going into the shark cage to throw people off, and someone else might interfere? No, okay. I think I, I think it's kind of like the uh, authors of the pain match from uh, NXT. Same same general principle. They were just testing this out, this idea. They were like watching NXT Toronto and be like, oh, that's a good idea. Let's use it for our main feud on Raw. Well, no, Jer Jericho drops something from down there. Roman Reigns ends up with it, ends up pitting Kevin Owens. Owens blames Jericho. There's your match for WrestleMania. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what one of these guys is going to lose. It's either Kevin Owens or it's AJ Styles. One of them is going to lose their championship. Mm -hmm. So you're saying that Kevin Owens is the most likely of the two. Yes. Okay. I, cause I, I just don't see how both of these guys walk away. Been saying that here on this show for weeks. I don't see how both of them walk away with the championships. 
I know it's the Royal Rumble, and the main focus is the Royal Rumble match, and these championship matches don't always have to have a clear winner. So one of these results can end up in a schmaz somehow or some type of unclean win. I don't know how both of them do, though. I just don't know. And I, to me, I would say Kevin Owens is the most likely to lose, too. I mean, Roman Reigns lost the U.S. championship, seemingly clearing a path to be able to win the WWE Universal Championship. Who knows what's going to happen when Finn Balor comes back? Could Finn Balor challenge Roman Reigns? Could Finn Balor challenge Kevin Owens? Uh, I don't know who's going to be involved in this one either. Um, if Roman Reigns does lose and Kevin Owens retains the title, there's a uh, theory out there that Chris Jericho may even win the Royal Rumble and you do Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens, but that could not be the main event of the show. You can't main event WrestleMania with Chris and Kevin. No. I, well, I think Goldberg Lesnar is probably main eventing. Now, if that match main events, we get to the 2017 Royal Rumble match where both of those are competitors. Goldberg going to wrestle on the pay-per-view uh, fast lane in between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania 2 mm-hmm. uh, at, at this point anyway who knows if Goldberg doesn't you know keep banging his head on doors and giving <laughs> concussions I mean that was some promo he cut like he was completely lost in if Goldberg wasn't such a big star and he and it was just a Royal Rumble match where all he has to do is go in there and kind of stand and throw people out and he doesn't really have to take bumps I don't see how you could have him wrestle a week after that performance on Raw because he, he, he suffered he, some type of head injury. Yeah, if he hadn't earned such goodwill for that first match from me because of his promos, I'd be done with him right now. That's this how guy, bad that promo this was. This guy, last I mean, there was a cool moment at Survivor Series. It was a cool moment with him beating Brock Lesnar in two minutes. This guy mm-hmm. can't go longer than two minutes, though. Nope. At all. So I don't see him getting a I mean, main event of WrestleMania. No, I don't think so. I I, I heard it was going to go any on match on WrestleMania. Do it. Do a triple threat at WrestleMania. Do Brock Goldberg and Undertaker. How about that? Oh God, no. That was quite <laughs> the finish, though. That was quite the finish uh, to Raw, though. That was a fun finish. The people in Cleveland loved it. I mean, my buddy who was at the show in Cleveland is texting me about you know how crazy like everyone's standing up, getting goosebumps when Undertaker's music hits. You got those three in the ring staring off. The only thing was missing was Sid. <laughs> I saw that tweet from you. All I'm not fighting. I'm, time not, I'm not chasing that stick. Classic moment if Sid would have come out. But let's talk about this uh, Royal Rumble match. Uh, we'll get, again, the entries to the Royal Rumble pool in just a moment. The 2007 Royal Rumble match. I want to go through my top five most likely to win, and I will get your thoughts on these. Um, my number one pick to win this match is Undertaker. I am thinking the Undertaker wins and challenges for one of the championships, most likely the Raw championship, just because they have seemingly you know, moved him from SmackDown to Raw with no explanation. I mean, the last time Undertaker was on TV, he was giving the pep talk to SmackDown about how great that show was and how they had to go win it for him. And they end up winning, and he just jumps ship, goes to Raw. And the excuse being he can do whatever he wants. He's the freaking Undertaker, for Christ's sake. So Undertaker goes to Raw. I think he's the most likely to win the Royal Rumble match you have a big title match at WrestleMania. Can Undertaker keep the dream alive? Can he win the championship? Maybe his final championship ever in WWE. I don't necessarily know who his opponent would be, but Undertaker Roman Reigns is a match you can main event WrestleMania with. Oh, yeah, definitely. Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman, Chris Jericho, and Samoa Joe. I'll put Samoa Joe as my fifth most likely to win, but that is my top five with Undertaker being the most likely to me. 
anything jump out at you? Anything you know super different in your mind? Do you have a different uh, person somewhere in that top five that you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, but I'll, I'll go through mine. Uh, I agree with you on number one. I think The Undertaker's winning this. Uh, if for no other reason, sports from having problems standing hang after on, doing hang on, his hang bit. On, hang on, hang on. Say again. Uh, Undertaker for no other reason because he kind of cut out there. I don't want anything to be missed. Okay. Undertaker for no other reason than reports from the show last night after it went off the air was that Undertaker was having problems standing. So if you're putting him in this match, he's not taking a bump on the hip and he's not taking a bump to the floor. And I can't think of a reason why he'd leave the ring necessarily. So I'm thinking it's the Iron Sheik uh, rule where he's the one guy who can't take a bump. Ergo, he's going to win the Battle Royal. Uh, Braun Strowman is my number two to win it all. Uh, just because I think they could possibly do Roman and Braun there, but I see undertaker challenging Braun. I mean, challenging Roman like you, uh, number three was the idea that I alluded to earlier from someone else. Seth Rollins wins and challenges Hunter for the main event of WrestleMania. Screw the belt. Screw the belt. That way Hunter, Hunter is the bigger prize. Yes, Hunter's the bigger prize, and that way Hunter's ego is fed, and he's in the main event, and he's quote unquote putting over a new talent at the top. I'm, I'm, it's just an idea. My number four was Goldberg. Yeah, hold on. You got to figure that, yeah, Seth and Triple H happening at WrestleMania. We thought it might happen last year at WrestleMania. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, I think that's very likely. I agree with you. Uh, That would be something, though, if Seth actually wins the Rumble and chooses triple h maybe yeah, Seth wins and wants his, yeah if he wants his push uh you know maybe he gets the title shot at fast lane you know by winning the royal rumble they do that whole gimmick where he we bumps it up and then triple h comes back and attacks him and says you know something like oh i gotta take this title from you again so i'm it's gonna be seth and triple h but also that would be two years in a row now where triple h is going for the title at the main event of wrestlemania i think we're a little over that too yeah no credit where due that's wade keller uh that's a Wade Keller thought that he put out there today. All right. Goldberg, and I, and I like, and I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Uh, Goldberg number four, if for no re- other reason, then Brock can then win the title at the raw elimination chamber at fast lane. And that well, would be the main an event. Elimination chamber match. I think they are. They're having an elimination chamber for both brands. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I think so. No, they will not have an elimination chamber match at fast lane. And then an elimination chamber match at elimination chamber. That can't happen. Okay. That can't happen. Well, okay. Let's put it this way. Goldberg wins. And then Brock takes the belt off of maybe Kevin Owens, even if would, he wins that match. Hell, I'd love it just for the fact that we're getting Brock and Kevin. I don't care if Brock beats Kevin Owens. We got to have Brock Lesnar and Kevin Owens. Okay. That's a and match then, that's uh, happen. I want it. And then number five, I also went with Samoa Joe, possibly to face AJ Styles. Yeah, Samoa Joe, AJ Styles uh, would be a, a very fun match. Uh, Samoa Joe getting the big push in the Rumble. He doesn't have to win. You know, AJ Styles came into the Rumble early last year, had the amazing run, and then gets dumped out. Uh, you could do that with Samoa Joe. He doesn't have to win if he shows up, but that would be cool. This and is going to be – go ahead. I just think that Samoa Joe makes a good number five, not because I actually think he's going to win, but I think there's only four top contenders to win. I think it's Undertaker, Brock, Braun, and Chris Jericho. That's my top four. Mm. I don't think if I I could have done a 30 most likely to win, and I would have had to include 30 names just for the sake of it. 
But I don't think I, Jericho that, has a shot. I don't think Jericho has a has a has a shot okay. now. But this okay. this is a but they're setting up. There's a lot of giants in this rumble. There's there a are, lot of them. It is a big match with a big big ton of guys. Like this is like Vince McMahon saying, you know what? Have your British tournament. Have your NXT. Have your cruiserweight show. I'm getting the big guys in this rumble match. I am getting all the seven footers in one ring. And this is going to be what WWE is all about. That's why, you know what? That's why I don't understand why they're bringing the British guys over. I can't see them putting them in this rumble. Yeah, I don't think they are. I, I don't I think you see Trent Seven, Tyler Bate, and Pete Dunn. I think maybe you see Tyler Bate in the Royal Rumble match, but that's the only one. You ain't seeing okay. Pete Dunn in this match, and you are not seeing Trent Seven in this match. There is no room for all three of those guys. And not because, need... not because they're the British guys, but they don't no. have any. You have enough spots now. You brought back Goldberg. You brought back Undertaker. You brought back guys who don't really have a regular spot in WWE. Those are your guys filling up the different spots. Enzo Amore is not getting in this match. And, and you have a, a small underdog. You, you have a small underdog already in Sami Zayn. You don't need a second one as a baby face to, take, to siphon off that kind of heat, I don't think. Speaking of Sami Zayn, I asked on Twitter just before we recorded the show, what were people's rumble predictions or rumble match predictions? And I got a couple of responses that predicted Sami Zayn winning the Royal Rumble, which I immediately then posted to Twitter. Is it crazy to think that Sami Zayn might win the Royal Rumble match? That is a theory that is starting to pick up. I don't know if it's picking up much steam, but at least on our feed, People are talking about it, and I just don't see how Sami Zayn possibly, possibly has a shot to win this. But you have Kevin Owens as the champion. You have the Sami Zayn-Kevin Owens program. Uh, So I I guess it's something that would be somewhat possible based on history, but likely, I don't think so at all. Uh, Poll results so far with uh, 230 votes, uh, just putting this up an hour ago. Is it crazy to think that Sami Zayn wins the Royal Rumble? The polls at Shake Them Ropes. 58% say yes. 42% say no. So almost 100 people say that it is not crazy to think that Sami Zayn might win the Royal Rumble. That's insane. There's no way Sami Zayn is winning the Royal Rumble. (laughs) Given, number one, the history of Vince McMahon and scrappy underdogs as winners in the Royal Rumble. We've seen what happens when they do that. They just have big guys go knock them out and toss them out. And also, given that vignette last week with Sami Zayn and the two members of the Shield, that's all you need to know right there. He's at the, and, and third, if I need to have a third, is that the money that they see in a program with Kevin Owens next is when the friendship breaks up between him and Jericho. Jericho has a much better chance of winning than Sami Zayn, and I don't see Jericho having much of a shot. Yeah, I, I don't see the Sami Zayn part of this. Um, we had a Twitter response say, when they announced Roman versus KO was no disqualification, I thought anything was now possible. KO versus Sami is a legit possibility for WrestleMania. And it may no. be KO versus Sammy might be a match at WrestleMania. I don't see how it's a match for the title 
at WrestleMania. No, I don't see it at all. I don't, I don't, that's, that's our wrestling fanboyism coming into it and how we'd love to see those two because, Hey, they main evented in ladder wars at final battle or whatever, but no, 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 no. Thomas Bobo on the Twitter feed says gotta be Braun Strowman final four of Braun taker, Sami Zayn and Goldberg. So Sami Zayn being, I, I, I could like see Sammy. I could, I could see Sammy making final four. No, see, I, I like hope the spot. idea. I like the idea of the hope spot that you think mm-hmm. Sami Zayn is going to be involved with. This is my final four. It's Braun, Undertaker, Goldberg, and James Ellsworth. James Ellsworth is making the final four. <laughs> it's happening. He's probably, he's, you know, you know what he's drawing? He's drawing number thirty. He's this year Santino. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. Uh, Dylan says there are at least seven or eight people who I think have a greater than 0% chance. Usually it's no more than three. Uh, yeah, I I would give, I think Chris Jericho has a 2% chance. I think Samoa Joe has a 1% chance. I think Sami Zayn is the one who has a 0% chance. But I would I would kind of agree with Dylan there where I think there's more than five people that at least have some type of shot. Like it's not only three people have a shot to win this year. No. I think only three people have a good shot to win. Um, Andy says he certainly has more than a 0% chance, referring to Sami Zayn. Jericho's existence gives me pause, but you can't discount it. So there is uh, there are some people there that think Sami Zayn is not that huge of an underdog to win the Royal Rumble. To me, that is, uh, that is nuts. I agree. I don't think Sami Zayn has a shot whatsoever but that's the royal rumble i'm going with undertaker you're going with undertaker i think we're going to see samoa joe in this match but either way i am hyped for the royal rumble i am hyped let's take a let's let's take a couple prop bets then here uh anybody else from nxt show up in this um i think that does ty show up at 10 i mean if you're gonna do ty dillinger he has to show up at 10 but that's kind of one of those things where it's goofy because how random is it if he gets number 10 with his gimmick. So I don't, I don't see Ty Dillinger getting in there. Um, I don't know. I just, I would see Ty Dillinger being in this match a lot more than someone like Pete Dunn or Trent seven. I'll go that way. Kenny Omega. Yes or no. Oh no, because he's signed to new Japan pro wrestling for another year, even though everyone seems to want to think his contract is up on the 31st. Yeah, it's not. I'll tell you that right now. Um, is there a surprise? They're, they're building, New Japan Pro Wrestling is building two shows in Los Angeles around Kenny Omega, and you think he's going to go to WWE right now? No, I was asking the question just for you to say no and to laugh and it I, off. And I frankly. and I wasn't referring necessarily or you know speaking to you <laughs> directly, but yeah, it's it's funny how many people think that that was going to happen. I don't think many people think it's going to happen, but that it was likely or a chance. No, he's he's sticking around in New Japan Pro Wrestling. He's going to be a big star there. All the power to Kenny Omega. He's not showing up in the Rumble. And I really have to disagree with folks that thought Kenny Omega might get a good reaction in San Antonio. I don't think anyone would know who he was. Kurt Angle, yes or no? No. And Even though I wish one, he would. Oh, Kurt Angle coming in. That oh. music hitting, that that place would go nuts. Yeah. And, uh, I would love one, it. More, one more question here. Is there a surprise entrant from oh, let's say the the past of the WWE that's not in the usual stable of guys that have already been brought back. Like, is there someone that we'd be genuinely yeah. surprised to see, perhaps with a Texas connection, perhaps not? I mean, I don't necessarily know. Mark Henry? Because Mark could Mark Henry 
Henry Qualify. He doesn't count. He, hasn't really been, he doesn't okay. count. Doesn't count. I'm even thinking like a guy like his last name. I mean, like even like from I mean, like an MVP even who maybe, never came maybe, back but was always rumored. Maybe an MVP type. I mean, we're gonna go back to where everyone thinks Carlito is coming in and John and John Morrison is coming in. Uh, MVP maybe. I just don't see because DDP is a guy who's been in the rumble spot before DDP, a guy who might even go into the hall of fame this year. Uh, I could see a DDP in the rumble match, but that's not necessarily hitting the, uh, the requisites that you were speaking of. Um, but you know, I, I don't know. Cause everyone who we thought was never going to come in has come in. Right. I mean, what about this is Cody Rhodes going to be in the rumble match. That was someone I was thinking with the Texas connection. I was thinking maybe for a one shot, they bring in Cody to see how the reaction would be to see if they want to bring him back. That's, that's a guy I had penciled in. I had maybe even David Von Eric making an appearance Booker and T getting thrown out real quick Booker or T Booker T for sure. Booker T for sure is in again. Oh, they yeah. do that every year though. I mean, not every year. Has he been in the rumble since his big comeback with uh, the year where there was 40? Well, Kevin Nash was in that one too. So I don't well, yeah. really count that as a big comeback. But it was Booker's comeback. I thought he had another one after that. Maybe he did. I don't know. I don't remember it if he did, though. So I. And, do any, and oh, here's another one. One one more quick one. Any announcers end up in there that you want now that Jerry Lawler's on, on the on the panel? Does, does anybody like an Otunga or a Byron Saxton? Oh, I, I could see JBL in there if you wanted or to. JBL. Be okay. Right, J, JBL's from Texas. There you go. That would be a good one. Yeah, but these are the things. Any empty spots that are available right now, you got 10 more spots that can be filled. A ton of WWE names who aren't in this match. John mm -hmm. Cena could be in this match if he loses the match. AJ Styles yes. could be in this match. There are a ton of guys who could be in this match that aren't yet announced, and you think they're going to fill up three spots with Trent Seven, Tyler Bate, and Jay and uh, Dunn. Like, what do you... I, those three guys might be coming in for appearances or just to be kept off of certain shows in the UK. I think Tyler Bate would be a good fit inside you know put over the uk tournament win tyler bates should think be in those, this match i don't think, Pete I think those, is. no i think those guys i don't think any of them are in there maybe tyler Bate, but i think those guys are going to do a filler match at the nxt takeover special that i could see that i could see or be around for nxt tv um possibly right. yes uh and then you can have because you still got to have like a jack gallagher in the rumble match probably i mean one of the cruiserweights at least um because Neville and Rich Swan are out. So maybe you have a Brian Kendrick or you have, so these spots are going to get filled quickly. There just aren't a ton of open spots for, for lesser names right now. Um, so it's a very interesting rumble. It's going to be a very star studded Royal rumble match with a, uh, a cool finish. I'm really looking forward to it. The Royal rumble is one of my favorite pay-per-views of the year uh, of all things. And it's definitely my favorite WWE pay-per-view of the year. So I'm super excited about it. Uh, we have the Royal Rumble pools to get to, the very important Royal Rumble pools uh, with prizes galore. Uh, it's very exciting. Um, but first, I wanted to tell everyone about Lord Timepieces. We we talked about this last week. Uh, if you don't win any of our upcoming Royal Rumble pools, don't worry. It's okay. We here at Shake Them Ropes are giving you a chance to treat yourself with a brand new High quality watch with a great discount just for being a Shake Them Ropes listener. Jeff and I got our watches from Lord Timepieces uh, last week, and I, for one, have been wearing it almost every day. I love it. I got the uh, the black on black. You can go check it out at lordtimepieces.com. Great build, sleek, very classic. It's great for work, parties, or just hanging out wherever. And like you said last week, Jeff, Jeff it's great for being able to tell the time without always having to grab your phone out. 
Oh, yeah. No, uh, Lord Timepieces is a London-based fashion brand. Features classic design, quality construction, and reasonable prices. Don't spend over $200 for a watch at a department store when you get a great-looking watch starting at just $70 with free worldwide shipping. And it is great-looking. I actually had coworkers comment on it, asking if I was trying to up my game. And- yes. Yes. And you are. You are trying to up your game. Um, yeah, I, I know I used to spend like $200 on watches, uh, but I never wore them cause they weren't like the l- right style. I just thought 200, $300. That's a good price for a watch. That's, that's like a good watch. Someone's going to see this and think that I look good just because I'm wearing something that costs $200. Um, but right now at Lord timepieces, you can spend as little as $70 and get a great watch that you would have to spend 200 or $300 for at a department store. And right now, just by listening to Shake Them Ropes, you can save 10% on your order at lordtimepieces.com. Use promo code ROPES. That's all you got to do. Use promo code ROPES at lordtimepieces.com and save 10% on already affordable watches. Just visit lordtimepieces.com, select your great-looking watch from a large selection, and use promo code ROPES at checkout. Lord Time Pieces makes a great Valentine's Day gift, too. I know that's coming up. Just a couple of weeks away, Valentine's Day, guys. They have a large selection of men's and women's watches, so it would make a great Valentine's Day gift for your significant other. Visit lordtimepieces.com today and use promo code ROPES to save your 10% at checkout and enjoy your great watch. That's lordtimepieces.com, promo code ROPES. Go check it out. We're very happy to have Blue Apron and Lord Timepieces as sponsors to the show. It, it really uh, is a nice watch. It, it really, I mean, it's, it, it's better than any other piece of jewelry I could have possibly ever had, even though I've never really bought a lot of jewelry anyways. And it's, it's look, if I was just going through the motions, I'd just read the ad copy, copy but no, th- these things are really nice. Go out there and at least take a look at them. See if you're interested. Yeah. Check out the watches. If you've been in the market or even if you're just trying to find a gift for someone, it is uh, they're really cool. And, and you can officially say that you got a watch in the United Kingdom and with free worldwide shipping, you can be in Indiana like I was and get your watch shipped to you uh, directly from Lord Timepieces with free worldwide women, shipping. So yeah, yes, it's women cool. love, women love all things British. You can tell them it's British and you know, that that'll, that'll be a conversation starter. Wear your Lord Timepieces watch on your date while you're cooking blue apron and it'll be a victory. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, you got a nice looking lady on your hall. Hey, come on over. We'll make some food. You look at my watch and we'll keep things platonic for now. Come on over. There you go. Uh, <laughs> the Jeff Hawkins Royal Rumble Pool, if you're not familiar, uh, we we started the Royal Rumble Pools. The way it works is basically everyone who signed up is going to get a randomly drawn number. That no- number corresponds to whoever enters the actual Royal Rumble match on Sunday. And if you are corresponding to the number of the entrant that wins the match, you get the top prize, and in the Jeff Hawkins pool, which is pool number please, one. Yes, please call it the Jeff Hawkins Memorial Pool. The Jeff Hawkins did I? I almost did that, didn't I? Uh, the <laughs> Jeff Hawkins Memorial Pool. Your top prize. If you are matched with the winner of the Royal Rumble match, you get a hundred dollars out of the prize pool plus a autographed Lucha Underground poster autographed by Prince Puma, a.k.a. Ricochet, who is blowing up all over the world. You get a Prince Puma autographed poster courtesy of Lucha Underground. Uh, They gave it to our show specifically uh, to be able to give away as a prize. So that's really cool. Lucha Underground, Prince Puma poster. Yep, they're they're showing up in all the WWE stuff, just trying to get some eyeballs onto Lucha Underground. So give them a shot. But if you win this pool, you get $100 and the Prince Puma poster uh, we are also giving away prizes if you have the entrant who lasts the shortest time in the match, kind of like a pity prize. 
Uh, if your entrant is the Santino Memorial entrant this year, uh, you will be able to collect some money by sucking, basically, uh, so that it's not a, a complete waste of time or a complete loss. Uh, we are also giving away <laughs> a prize for the entrant who gets the most eliminations. Uh, we are also giving away a prize if your entrant is Kane. The the first ever Kane prize. You you automatically double your entry fee just by having your entrant be Kane. Uh, if Kane is somehow not in this match, which I find unconscionable, you will get the prize. I am I am announcing it right now. You will get the prize if you are Big Show's number. Big Show will be the alternate since we know at least Big Show is going to be in the match. If you don't get Kane, but you get Big Show, you will win that prize. Uh, we are also giving a prize for the uh, runner-up. If you are the last man eliminated from the match, you get a $20 prize. So all we had 30 entrants in each pool, $5 to show up. All $150 was collected and going back in prizes. We are not collecting any of it unless Jeff wins his pool. He's taking all the money from you. All of it. I'm taking all of it and I'm taking Rob's money. Yes, he's taking mine as well. So yeah, but we are not keeping any of the prize money just for hosting the contest. So all the prize money is going back to you in prizes. But without further ado, it is time to reveal the Jeff Hawkins Memorial Pool entry order. Number one, sorry about you. Caleb Baldwin, you are entry number one. So maybe, just maybe, uh, you get one of those one to uh, one to finish where the first entrant is victorious. Um, hopefully it's not Alex Riley for you. Maybe it'll be someone more like a uh, Brock Lesnar. Maybe Brock Lesnar goes start to finish. I don't know. But Caleb Baldwin is number one. Coming in at number two is Preston Headley. Michelle O'Brien is number three. Thomas Bobo is number four. And Jeff, you drew number five. Winner. Robert Iapica is number six. And I'm sorry if I botch anyone's name. It's okay. Maybe you'll win and you will forgive me. Uh, number seven is Michael Levy. Number eight, Mike Daisley. Coming at number nine is Alfred Ariola. Number 10, Trisha Morrison. Number 11, Josh Allen. Number 12, Ben Meganberg. 13, Dustin Goad. 14, Nathan Cummings. 15, Bob Jarvis. I know Bob Jarvis was very excited. I think Bob was like the first one to uh, put in his entry fee. Very excited about this Royal Rumble pool. Uh, good friend of the show and your buddy, Jeff. Number 16 is Christian Rosenberg. Uh, number seven, Jonathan Gerwald, 18, Cameron Hutton, 19, Kyle Walton, 20, Philip Pedgick, 21, Timothy McDonald, 22 is Knockdown Sports Radio, number 23, Tracy Allen, 24, Nathan Davis, number 25 is Jared, 26 is Nathan McCarter, 27, Anthony Monteleone, 28, Lawrence Morgan, 29, and you got to be feeling pretty good about yourself. 29 is Bill Nutzt, and number 30 is Rachel Hark. So that is your Jeff Hawkins Memorial Pool order of entry. How confident are you at number five, Jeff? Uh, now that all the uh, participants have been announced, we can give them a round of applause. No, um, I'm, I'm not at all, but who knows? We go to I don't think the... Undertaker ain't coming out at five to hang no, out. He's no, he's not. No, he's not. He's not coming out at five. But you know who could come out at five? Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe could come out at number five uh, or Eric Rowan. Die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does Eric Rowan make his return at the Royal Rumble? Jeff, your probably. Yes, he's a giant. They'll probably give him a slot. <laughs> it's fitting in this year's Royal Rumble. Uh, the Rob McCarron 
pool of victoriousness. <laughs> That's such a strong bad name. <laughs> the Tino Sabatelli awesome and victorious. Yeah, the, the Tino, Tino Sabatelli celebration memorial. pool. The Tino Sabatelli <laughs> celebration pool. Uh, number one, Gareth Whitaker. Now this this pool right here, the only all the prizes are the same except no Prince Puma poster. They only gave us one to give away. That was uh, for the early entrance, the people who signed up for pool number one. So your biggest prize is one hundred dollars plus the the, uh, the chance to beat me. So that is your top prize uh, in the pool number two, the Tino Sabatelli celebration pool. Number one, Gareth Whitaker. Number two, Anthony Rosa. Number three, Jackson Walton. Number four spot, Froy Arcega. Number five, Henry Viatoro. Number six, Anthony Conger. Number seven, Steve Tanyako. Tanico? I don't know how to say it. Steve, if you have a KO in your name, you're number seven. Number eight, Chris Colvin. Number nine, Chris Lazito. Number 10, Maya Nolan. Number 11, Sarah Keneally. Number 12, Shiwa Sang. Number 13, David Mora. Number 14, Ryan Cook. Number 15, Brett Frazier. Number 16, Mark DeLue. Number 17, Spot Greg Davis. Number 18, Charles Indriolo. Number 19, Brian Johnson. Number 20, Jefferson Clark. Number 21, Larissa Miller. Number 22, Tristan Johnson. I drew number 23. Rob McCarron is number 23. Number 24, Matt Hargrove. Number 25, Laura Kuhn. Number 26, Jay Rubin. Number 27, Nanette McDonald. Number 28, James Danhauser. Number 29, Alec Vasquez. And spot number 30, Jeremiah Sexton. So that is your Tino Sabatelli celebration pool. Uh, pool number two facing off against me. I'm a little bit more confident than you are, Jeff, at uh, at number 23 spot. Yeah, you're rigging it, but that's okay. I did not rig it. I did <laughs> not. I refuse to accept this constant abuse. Uh, so, yes, that is the pools. I, I want to thank everyone for signing up. Uh, we got all 60 entrants uh, in the first couple of days, so that was uh, very cool. I hope uh, maybe we'll do this next year if it all goes well, and good luck to everyone who is taking part in the uh, Royal Rumble pools. Uh, you can follow more and I will reveal the winners on Sunday night after the Royal Rumble. Uh, so yeah, follow along to the Royal Rumble match. Follow along to the Royal Rumble show. We'll be tweeting out at Shake Them Ropes and at Crap Game 13. So come watch the Royal Rumble with Shake Them Ropes on Sunday night. Uh, we have NXT TakeOver San Antonio, Jeff. And before we go match by match, just picking the winners, uh, what stands out to you at NXT San Antonio and what is the level of excitement as compared to the Royal Rumble? Uh, lower. I think it's possibly lowest for any NXT TakeOver card. There's not one match that I'm going, I'm absolutely stoked to see this. Um, I will say, but I think I will it'll say there's one. Good. I, I, yeah, I will say there's one that I'm actually interested in because it's got some filler with Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. I didn't, I didn't say interested. I said that I'm yeah, absolutely okay. geeked about but I, yes, I that's love, the match I want to see. I love the confrontations between Nikki Cross and Asuka. So I'm mm -hmm. I'm looking forward. Now, one of them's going to get screwed. I don't know if it's going to be Asuka. I have a feeling it's going to be Nikki Cross. But there is going to be some type of face-off. And I don't know if they'll touch the entire match. We'll have to see. But Asuka and Nikki Cross facing off, that, if I didn't think they were going to hold off Ember Moon for the WrestleMania weekend big shot, because I think that's where they're going with Asuka and Ember Moon, uh, Nikki Cross was kind of a surprise because I think Nikki Cross and Asuka could be just as big, if not bigger. 
Oh yeah, definitely. So I, I'm looking forward to that one. Um, but yeah, you're right. The the level of anticipation is very low for an NXT takeover, and it's dwarfed by the hype for the Royal Rumble match. Like this isn't also ran. This is a Sunday night heat showing up before a pay-per-view. Um, mm-hmm. the intrigue is there with Shinsuke Nakamura. Does Bobby Roode actually win the title and, and they go a whole new direction in 2017? Uh, I don't know, but there's not one great match on this card. And even if you're one of the work rate fans where you're just hoping for like a 20 minute classic, the closest thing you come there is probably Roderick Strong and Andrade or Andrade. God, fuck. Sian Andrade Sian Almas. Fuck, just call him a sombra. Call him something. Andrade Cien Almas is too long of a name. It's kind of like Pentagon Jr. Pentagon Jr. is changing his name to go on the Lucha Underground track right there because he left mm-hmm. AAA. And his new name is like Penta Le Sierra Miedo. And it's like too long. Like come up with names that are better. It's what's happening yeah. with Mystica. Like Alberto Mystica. El Patron. Yeah, and, El and at Patron, least that's not sorry. super bad. It's super yeah. bad when places like What Culture are running a match between Kurt Angle. I don't even know if it's What Culture. It's some some promotion overseas is running Kurt Angle versus Alberto El Patron, and they're promoting it by saying Angle versus Patron. And I'm like, how is it? How are you not promoting it with Angle versus Alberto? Alberto is right. the name people recognize. Yeah, yeah they'll recognize mm-hmm. his face. I don't know. This is a very weird rant. Anyway, this is all to cover up the fact that I couldn't even say Andrade Cien Almas right. Anyway, Roderick Strong, Andrade Cien Almas. That's the match I'm looking most forward to. I'm looking most forward to the moment of the Nikki Cross Asuka confrontation. And I'm intrigued by the result of Shinsuke Nakamura, Bobby Roode. But by the time you get to that Shinsuke Nakamura, Bobby Roode match, after Nakamura and Bobby Roode's entrance, it has a real possibility to be all downhill. Like that could be one of the most disappointing main events since TakeOver has started on the WWE Network. Yes. That's NXT TakeOver. Oh, wait. I thought we were going to pick winners. Let's pick winners. Roderick Strong, Andrade Cien Almas. I think Andrade Cien Almas. I think we've got to rebuild him back. I'm going with Roderick Strong to win. Eric Young versus Ty Dillinger. Ty. Eric Young does not belong on takeovers. He doesn't belong in NXT. This guy should go away. If Nikki Cross is going to be the breakout star of this uh, group, Sanity, if they're going to do anything with Big Damo, you got to get him away from Eric Young. You got to get him away from him. I think Ty Dillinger wins too. Uh, you have Oscar, Nikki Cross, Billy Kay, and Peyton Royce. I think Oscar takes it. I think they may actually let Peyton Royce win this, and then have Oscar win it back later. But Oscar doesn't get pinned. DIY taking on the Authors of Pain. DIY. Oh, that's interesting because I'm going Authors of Pain, and I think you think that they're not going to let them hold the belts any longer. You think that's that right. this is it for them? Okay. That's right. That's I think cool. Authors of Pain, and then I you do DIY and Revival now, this time for the shot to take on Authors of Pain. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. They, those are the three tag teams right now. Maybe they bring up another tag team. Maybe they make Riddick, Moss, and Tino Sabatelli a thing on NXT TV. Uh, maybe they Hero do something and else. End. Hero and End. end uh, Hero and something. I don't know. It seems like Chris Hero is going towards Shinsuke Nakamura. But uh, true. I, I just don't know. Authors of Pain have, too, have been too big to just lose to DIY. I don't know. I, I have a feeling Authors of Pain are going to win this one. Uh, and people will crap all over it, probably. Uh, Shinsuke yeah. Nakamura, Bobby Roode. You have Chris Hero coming in. Chris Hero and Shinsuke Nakamura is one of those matches that I think could headline the uh, WrestleMania weekend NXT TakeOver. So I think Shinsuke Nakamura wins, but I would not be surprised if Bobby Roode wins. Shinsuke is not coming into this pay-per-view undefeated. He had the loss to Samoa Joe, so that aura is over. Shinsuke can be beaten. I just don't think Bobby Roode will be the one to beat him here. It's 
Shinsuke wins, and I think they may actually be done with Bobby Roode after this. Done with Bobby? They should be done with Eric Young. Okay. I think Bob, I think Eric Young serves a purpose though in leading Sanity. I think that's fine. I'm sick of Eric Young. He hasn't even been on TV that much. I'm just sick of him. All right. Anyway, that's NXT TakeOver. Uh, I want uh, everyone, hopefully, will follow along to that Royal Rumble pool. Uh, listen to your spot. I will, uh, if, I'll probably make the list available on Twitter or on the Voices of Wrestling forums on Saturday. I really want people to be able to listen to the show and find their spot. I, I participated in a Royal Rumble pool many years ago, and it was through a radio show. And I listened to the show in, in anticipation of where my number was going to be, and it was an exciting moment for me. I didn't come close to winning. But it's fun. So uh, I'll release the list uh, in full before the Royal Rumble show so everyone can follow along if you didn't get a chance to listen. Uh, But hopefully you are happy with your number. If you're not happy, good luck to you anyway. Maybe you'll get one of those uh, long runs in the Royal Rumble this year. So that is the weekend. Very busy. We get back to our top 100 matches to see before you die from WWE Network this week is number five, Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio from Halloween Havoc 1997 and not Halloween Havoc 1999, which I mistakenly watched 30 minutes of before realizing this match was not on it. <laughs> oh, good. I'm not the only one who screws up. Yay. Oh, my God. I was I, I thought for sure it was 99, even though I don't know why I thought for sure it was 99. I'm watching the show and I'm like, man, this doesn't seem like it's going to be a, a Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio. They're, they're not mentioning anything about these two guys. Uh, so, yeah, I figured it out. It was 1997, the Halloween Havoc. Uh, I watched the opening video. The opening video was a very lazily put together intro package to Roddy Piper and Hulk Hogan in which uh, the announcer, as you will always hear on the WCW pay-per-view, the announcer says pro wrestling will change forever after this night. Cause that was WCW's thing. Every night was the greatest night in the history of this great sport. Every night was a night that was going to change pro wrestling history. Uh, this did not change. In fact, pro wrestling history. Uh, but it did cement one of the matches on the top 100 here with uh, with Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio. Um, one of the things I thought was funny during that intro, just while I'm thinking about it, Hulk Hogan calling Roddy Piper a fossil and saying he was going to rid WCW of that fossil. Hulk Hogan was older than Roddy Piper at the time. Oh, yeah. Well, Hogan always had had the things in his contract where you couldn't shoot his bald spot. And he thought he was a young guy. He thought he was young and hip because he was in the NWO. He always was. I mean, he's... He's beyond reprehensible in terms of be, or being in denial about what his age was and how people perceived him. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we get to uh, we get to Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio. This match went 13 minutes. It was a very quick match, a very quick match for being this far down on the list. It was Cruiserweight Championship held by Eddie Guerrero versus the mask of Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio coming out in this match with the Joker ensemble where the, it was a full bodysuit with the mask built into the bodysuit. This was, this was actually the phantom. Oh, phantom. Okay. Yeah. The phantom from, uh, I think Warner brothers may have had a movie around this time based on the same thing, based on the comic strip. It's it, it, it that's what it was. It, I mean, it, it was, it was from the, uh, from the comics, the phantom. Well, there you go. The comics of the phantom, but it, it came into play throughout the match. Cause Eddie Guerrero leading up to this match was all about Ray Mysterio's mask. And he would try to take it off at different spots and he couldn't really take this one off. Tony Schiavone was talking about how the mask was built into the bodysuit, so Ray couldn't lose it during the match. Uh, and then Eddie Guerrero says, well, screw this. I'm just going to rip it off anyway. And throughout mm-hmm. the match, he rips off this mask to the point where you can see half of Ray's face, and he's doing his best to kind of cover up. 
Um, it was a very hard-hitting match for the cruiserweight division. Mm-hmm. Um, the match itself was okay. The final three minutes, I think, are what really get people excited about this match, and then the finish was a really creative spot for 1997. Uh, but before getting into like the big finish of the match, I got to say, Eddie Guerrero was the first person on the show to come across like a major pro wrestling star. Like Eddie Major Guerrero, pro wrestling star. It was amazing. In pure Rudo mode, possibly a bit of wellness issues also with this he Eddie was, Guerrero. He was super jacked. Like 1997, Eddie Guerrero was super jacked. And then you saw on WWE where he started having that very brief program with Steve Austin before Steve Austin quit. And they would do like montages and they would do segments and vignettes with both of those guys. And you could see Eddie's arms were just as big, if not bigger than Steve Austin's arms. There were certain times yeah. in Eddie's career where you saw he was just loaded up. Uh, but 1997, Eddie was like super big, super mean, but you had the first match on the show was Yuji Nagata and Ultimo Dragon. Then you had Ghetto versus Chris Jericho. And Ghetto looking Jericho, like uh, Toru Yano. Oh, yeah. Ghetto, <laughs> Ghetto had, uh, yeah, he was a little puffy Ghetto. Um, Eddie Guerrero was the first man on the show to look like a, a true superstar. Like this guy was in the yeah. wrong place. This guy should have been in W yeah. should have been somewhere where he was being made a major star. And you could see what was to come because it was seven years from then when he would actually become a major star in pro wrestling, like at the main event level. But you saw it coming. Yeah. This guy was just amazing. Yes, but in ring, when they went to WWF, for me, they died in terms of these are the guys. I mean, I remember them ECW, AAA, all that other stuff. When they go to WWF, they lose a little something, in my opinion, in terms of working that style. I would say uh, Eddie that, Eddie got it back, though. Eddie with the feud with Kurt Angle, with the, even the program yeah. with Rob Van Dam. Like, Eddie was the closest to recovering the magic. And then, you know, same thing with Rey Mysterio. Recovering what they did in ring in WWE – but overcoming what they couldn't do in WCW as far as being a star. Cause Eddie and Ray did wonders in WWE, but they had some pretty good in-ring programs too, including with each other. Yeah. And this combines two of my favorite things in Lucha. When I watch Lucha matches, I like either balls to the wall flying around, or I like things that are so hard hitting that their costumes are coming apart. This yeah. gave me both. There's no reason. There's no way this should be number five, mind you. It, but it shouldn't probably be in the top 100 at all. No, there, there are two things that stuck out with the, the Mike Tanay comment about how devastating to a career it would be to lose up for a luchador to lose his mask. And I'm like thinking, is Vince Russo watching this at all? Because as soon as he gets there, all the luchadors lose their masks. Well, this, that was another thing guy. about this show is Mike Tanay was on commentary for the first three matches, what I call the international flavor matches on the WCW pay-per-view. They just kept them all to the first hour because, he, you know, he's giving you the history of Ghetto and the match with Chris Jericho. That's because Dusty the and of Heenan. Oh, I know. Dusty I know. I know because of why. On the, on these, yeah. I, I know because of that, but I mean, it was like, you know, Bobby Heenan is giving him time and, and making fun of him at times while also praising his knowledge at times. But I, it's kind of like Mauro Ranallo on SmackDown a little bit where Mauro doesn't necessarily give you the history, but he makes a ton of Japanese references. At some point, we get it. You don't have to keep making the references. Like, it's cool for the inside crowd, but even for the inside crowd, sometimes it gets annoying. Well, it's for the wrestling crowd, and this crowd eventually gets behind the match because they're wrestling fans rather than sports entertainment fans, and they really go wild for the finish. But the other thing that so – that, that – uh, was it that flip off the top rope into a DDT? That was yeah. sweet. That, well, that thing, was a sweet spot. 
Whew. And then you had, uh, that was the sweetest spot and people got really loud for that. And then everything from that moment on was just crazy. And they were doing yeah. the, uh, you know, Eddie Guerrero was on top for most of the match. Ray Mysterio would have some hope spots and he got a near fall and the people went nuts for it. And then you have Eddie Guerrero and Ray Mysterio on the top rope. Uh, Eddie's giving him a cross power bomb. Ray counters it and does the hurricane runner for the finish and wins the cruiserweight championship saves the mask. Uh, very interesting finish and very cool for 1997. It, that'd be a cool finish for now, really. I mean, you put that finish on the Cruiserweight show, people would go crazy for. So I'll tell you something. You, If you put this ring on the Cruiserweight show, these Cruiserweights would be getting bouncing, over a lot better. Bouncing all over the place. Uh, bouncing yeah. all over the place, and it's, and it's a smaller ring, so the guys wouldn't look so tiny. Yeah. That was uh, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio. Worth a watch, but I wouldn't put it as the... Like, it's not a must watch. Like, if you're about no. to pass, and I, I'm sorry if you are, hopefully you're not, but if you're about to pass and you have, you know, the top 10 matches on WWE Network to still watch, you could probably skip Eddie and Ray. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Uh, it's still number, solid. Yeah. Match, it's solid, but it's not top 100 of all time. Uh, number four next week, Ric Flair, yes. Ricky Steamboat, Clash of the Champions 6. We'll talk about the Ric Flair, Ricky Steamboat trilogy. Uh, during this one, April 2nd, 1989, going up against WrestleMania 5 with Hogan versus Savage. Uh, we're going to talk about Flair Steamboat next week on Shake Them Ropes. That'll be the episode we do middle of the week. It will not be uh, discussed on Sunday night. Sunday night is going to be strictly be Royal Rumble reaction uh, live at Fightful.com and then VoicesOfWrestling.com later. Uh, but we will talk about nat- match number four, Ric Flair, Ricky Steamboat, next week on Shake Them Ropes. Jeff, I'm excited for the Royal Rumble. I'm looking forward to seeing how we both do in the Royal Rumble pools. And I'm looking forward to see Tino Sabatelli main eventing NXT in Central Florida. Here it comes again. Lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations. Limited time only. Plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.